This your boy, Prince Uche IV, rocking with you with another episode on the Palace Sports Podcast. If this is your first time rocking with the Palace Sports brand, make sure to follow us on Snapchat at Palace Sports and on Instagram at The Palace Sports. Now joining me as always, we have my co-host and our very own Canadian connection, Caleb Hamstra. How's it going, Caleb? Going pretty good, man. Going pretty good. Just really excited for these NBA playoffs to start up. It's going to be yeah. good. Uh, playing game just finished up yesterday, so that gives you a timeline of what today is. Today is Saturday, uh, April 16th at 1 p.m. Not sure when we're going to get this out, but hopefully it'll be like, I'll try to put it on the uh, fast track so we can get it out before too many things happen in the NBA. But now that the playing games are over and the playoffs are officially started, we're just going to take some time to detail out our picks and just let you guys know. Like, we'll see what happens. So let's start off with uh, the Eastern Conference. How about that? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good series here. That I feel like there's not a single one that seems very obvious. Uh, I have Miami beating Atlanta in six games. I feel like I feel like, like Trey Young is good, but I feel like Miami's just too deep. I can't see Atlanta really hanging on with them. No, I feel you. Uh, I think regular season-wise, Miami has the lead 3-1. But I think I chose I chose Atlanta in six. Uh, Trey Young has really shown that he can put the team on his back. Now, Clint Capella is out. I think it was a right knee injury. Yeah. Uh, he's listed as day-to-day right now. Uh, I'm not too sure if he'd be back before like this series gets really into anything. So if Clint Capella is out, I mean, that that might change my thing completely. But I think I still have Atlanta in six. I'm pretty sure Trey Young is progressing to a level. Uh, like we've talked about this in, like before we revamped all of our old podcasts, but we've talked about Trey Young and what he's needed to do to become a better player. And I think he's he's really showing that he's making that effort to get better. So I have Atlanta in six. Nothing against Miami there. Great team. I just, I don't know. I just have Atlanta winning that one. Fair enough. And you know what? I would agree. Trey Young has progressed definitely more as a playmaker. He's always been that scoring guy, but the ability to move move the rock around has been really impressive. He's and all agree. Efficient. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so I just feel like the matchups are just not there for Atlanta. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the second game in the East, we have the uh, Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers versus the uh, Toronto Raptors. I have Toronto in six. Uh, Philadelphia, you know, their process just hasn't shown enough for me yet. Like James Harden, I think it was Jalen Rose that said the other day that his numbers are looking like concert dates. He's going like four for 14. Four for 20, <laughs> three for 17. Like, <laughs> I don't, like James Harden just has not produced on that level. And I mean, of course, you have MVP candidate Joel Embiid on the team who's doing absolutely amazing. Like, I think this is re- really like the first year that he's a real contender for MVP just because he hasn't missed as many games as he usually does. So, yeah, he's been healthy all year, right? Yeah. So 76ers, strong case there. But I think I have the Raptors in six. Yeah, I feel like there's there's a few keys to this series that makes it so hard to guess. Like, are we going to get the playoff James Harden? In which right. case, 
76ers don't have nearly as much of a chance? Or are we going to get regular season James Harden? That's one of the big key factors. The other one is uh, Matisse Thybul cannot play in Canada, which means that he's missing at least two games, right? Correct. Which is also a big key factor. Therefore, I think I feel like just Toronto's consistency, I feel like on a good night, Philadelphia is the better team. But with all these different variables, I have Toronto winning in seven. Toronto winning. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the – I'm trying to bring up the – what's it called? Uh, injury report right now for Toronto, except it does not seem like Toronto has anybody injured. So, I have a fully healthy team there. Uh, 76ers only have, like, one injury, which is, like, Charles Bassey or something. And then, of course, they won't have title for those two games. I think Toronto in six or seven kind of makes sense for me, but – I officially have them down as Toronto and six. Fair enough. The next one I feel like is more obvious in my opinion, but you never quite know. It's the Bucks and the Bulls. Yeah. And we've been, you know, the Bull, the Bulls have looked really good all year. They've been kind of a fun team to watch. But if you look at their success over the regular season, they've been playing really well. But against teams in the playoffs, playoff teams, I think they're right around that 500 mark or just below that. Yeah, which is not good, and they're going against a really strong Bucks team. I have the Bucks winning that one in five. So I think, apparent, I think what, from what I've heard, uh, without Lonzo Ball, which Lonzo Ball has been uh, knocked out for the rest of the season, including playoffs, yeah. so he's not coming back. Uh, the Bulls have not won a game against a team over five hundred. Yeah. So I'd say, like I had this even before I remembered that Lonzo Ball was out. I said Milwaukee in four. Like, I think Milwaukee just clean sweeps them, like just done and over with. Really? Yeah. I think I think the Bulls have enough talent that they're going to be able to take a game. I mean, they do have DeRozan, they have Levine. Yeah, sure. You know, Kobe White is good for 10, 12 points a game, maybe if on a good day. You know, like they have a few of those key players. And if DeRozan and Levine have a good night, you know, I think they're good enough to steal a game, but that's it. I mean, that's viable. I can't, like, a game or two, you know, doesn't really, I'm probably not two, but a game doesn't really matter. But I just say Milwaukee is just going to clean sweep it. As long as Giannis is healthy, Chris Middleton's healthy, like, that's just an easy four. Fair enough. Now then, Brooklyn versus Boston. (laughs) Rematch from last year. Uh, I I have Brooklyn in five. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, I Yeah, I think I do. Like, KD's healthy. Kyrie's healthy. Uh, like. Oh, wow, that's crazy to me. I, like, I, I mean, you know, you look on paper, it's a two seed versus seven seed. In reality, it's way closer than that. Like, this is, it is. this is like a, a two seed against a one seed type game. These two teams are so good. I have Boston winning in seven. Okay. I feel like I would agree. Brooklyn's lineup, looking at it, it looks a little bit better. They have they have a lot more, you know, star players. But Jason Tatum is doing nothing but improving. And As always. As always. And Marcus Smart is really turning into a player of his own, both defensively and as a, as a playmaker in the offensive zone. And then you have Jalen Brown, who – you know, one night he'll drop 20 and the next night he'll drop 40. 
he's on and off, but he's consistently a great two option next to Tatum. That's and true. I feel like the, the one there's one key factor in this, and that is whether Ben Simmons comes back or not. But then once again, is that really a key factor? Is that uh, going to help the Nets or is that going to hinder them? I'm not sure if it's a key factor as of yet. Like, I'd say the real key factor is just how like high of a level that Katie and Kyrie will be able to produce to just outproduce the uh, Celtics all on their own. Because I don't, I don't see another person on that roster that's going to drop that 40 or 50 points needed, you know, on a nightly basis in order to take down the Celtics. So, But, real, yet, but yet you still have Brooklyn winning yeah, in five. Because I do believe that Kyrie or KD want to go to. One of the two is going to be able to take over each night for those five games and get them to dub. Man, I don't know about that. I feel like just the consistency of this. Like, yeah, they're good enough. That's why I have it going to seven games because mm-hmm. I agree. KD and Kyrie, they're the two best players in this in the series. But the, the consistency of Smart, Tatum, and Brown, along with the other depth pieces that they have, I, I got Boston winning seven. I feel like that they're just consistent with that, and they've got the support. And I feel like it's all about depth once you get the playoffs. I cannot be wrong. I cannot be mad at that. That's that's not something I can be mad at. All right. Do we want to continue with the East or just go over to the first round in the West? I say we can take the first round in the West. All right. So moving up to the top of the West, uh, we have Phoenix versus the number eight Pelicans. And let's talk. Let's talk about the Pelicans. I know that's your team. Dude, I was like, we started off the season one and twelve, right? Yeah. I was like, you know what? I knew we were gonna be bad, but I wasn't expecting this bad. That's kind of my mindset when we first at the beginning of the season, and then we kind of started to take off. And you know, we've had a bunch of young guys like Herb Jones, Alvarado, Trey Murphy. These guys are popping off. They're all rookies coming out of nowhere and playing really well. I've been so hyped to watch this. I have us. I think we're good enough, especially you know through the play-in, even against the Clippers. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't have PG or Kawhi. Had that changed, we probably would have lost that game. Almost, but they didn't have. But they didn't have them. <laughs> so you know what? And like we were down 13 points in the fourth quarter, and we still managed to come back and win that game. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. but that was like after the Clippers had already made their like 20-point comeback too. Well, fair enough. That, that is true. And you know, that that's I think that's a sign of having a really young team with all these rookies. We're gonna have really big ups and downs within games. But yeah. I think with how with how high flying we're feeling right now and the momentum, I think we're good enough to take one game off Phoenix. But I think okay. I think we lose that in, I think Phoenix wins that in five. That's exactly what I have. See, the way you were talking, I was like, man, don't tell me this guy's about to pick the <laughs> to win. But no, I have Phoenix in five too, like. There's just something about Chris Paul stepping on the team, a new team that just like absolutely changes the whole dynamic of the team and how they act and how they play the game. It's just the Chris Paul effect, I guess. Yeah. As people call it. And I really do think that Phoenix is going to make another deep run, but I'll I'll get back to where Phoenix will be later. But yeah, I think Phoenix takes this game in five. I will say. I have a very slim hope, fingers crossed, that Zion will be coming back at some point this series. See, I got a slim hope. All right, so Zion, I think last time I heard, Zion was cleared for one-on-one. Uh, he's been like playing. one-on-one play. 
playing. He's been playing full at five on five in practices already. Okay. He's been playing. Right. He's he's playing full tempo everything like game speed in practices. Yeah. Last thing I heard was that him and front the front office were like on different wavelengths yeah. about his injury, but. Yeah, basically, I, I, basically, all of Zion's camp wants him to play. Zion wants to play. His agent wants him to play. His dad wants him to play. And it's the front office that's saying, no, you haven't played all year. You might as well just stick it out and come back next year. That's what, like, that's what I'm about to say. Like, there's no reason to risk him being getting injured again. Like, let's say he hops out there against Phoenix and then just injures himself again. That's certified bus status right there. I, c- I could not give him another chance after that. Like, if he goes out on that court, goes for, like, a windmill dunk, balls, <laughs> and does not – cannot get up without training staff, I'd have to I'd have to write down next to him, certified bust, <laughs> and then leave it, ship it off, and wait, like, a few years until I can write him back, like, oh, look at that. He's doing something. I don't know if that's right though, because like, I mean, you see in warmups, he's throwing down all these dunks, like he's looking fully healthy, right? And in practices, he's playing full five on five, like full contact, like playing the game. I feel like that moment, even if you're not necessarily yet NBA game ready, you're good for 15, 20 minutes a game. All right. I mean, hey, if if fans want him to risk it that much, go ahead. But I'm just hey. saying if I if I was like any bit more of a Pelicans fan, I'd be like, nah. You know, I think if Zod comes back, we have a chance at winning two games this series, at least. <laughs> Zod, I'm just Zod, saying. Zod adds that one more game. I think Zion will add that one more game. Nah. All right. Dude, <laughs> hey. I mean, hey, okay. I'm a delusional Pelicans fan. What can I say? What can you say? I mean, I feel the same way. I had, uh, the, I had the Cavs winning yesterday. Against the Hawks, knowing yeah, knowing good and well what Trey Young what Trey Young does to the teams. <sighs> hey, ter- now terrible. now at least you you and Knicks fans got something in common. Me and Knicks fans do have something in common. Trey Young is a <laughs> uh, he's a menace to the society to the society <laughs> and what I have going on. All right, but uh, so yeah, we both have Phoenix at five. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> moving down to Dallas versus Utah. This one's harder because Luca is out. Uh, they're saying there's, they're not sure yet if he's uh going to be ready for game two. They ruled him out for game one completely. Game two, they're not sure. Uh, of course they have Tim Hardaway Jr. out. I'm not sure how long he's been out for, but yeah, like. I'm not I'm not too sure about this and Utah's not missing any of their key pieces like I had a I have Utah in seven yeah I went the other way I think you know what if Doncic is out I feel like that's a guaranteed win for the Jazz but if Doncic comes back he has the potential to take over the series that's true so I have Dallas winning in seven you're not wrong well I'm just saying like since he's not too, you know, confirmed for game two, I'd say like Utah wins game one. Uh, let's see, he doesn't come back game two. Utah takes another one, then Dallas takes it. Then let's say Luca returns, that's Dallas again. Utah, 
So that's three to two, Dallas. And then I just say, like, I don't know. I, I just have Utah winning that one in seven. Like, I, 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 I can't I, be mad at that. I love Luca so much. An amazing player. I think probably one of the top players in the under 25 range, but. And you know what? It's to be fair, like, Utah is a really good team. I can't be mad at that. Utah is one of those teams that you're just like, they're in the playoffs, but I haven't heard anything about them all year. Right. And then it's just like, they're just one of those teams that fly under the radar. Like, every other team on here, except for maybe the Raptors, I've heard, like, talking, like, people talk about throughout the year. Yeah. Like, oh, you've heard, like, not as much as Miami. But, like, Miami is another one. Like, they're the one seed. I haven't heard anybody talk, talk about a one seed so little. That's the most like, low-key one seed you've ever right. seen. So Miami is another one of those teams. But, like, you've heard things about Philly all year. You've heard things about Brooklyn, about Memphis, about Golden State. But Utah? Like, I mean, is Donovan Mitchell still there? Like, <laughs> How many Utah fans have you ever met in your life? Hey, I can't tell you I've met any. No one gives a flying about Utah. Like, no one cares I mean, about Utah at all. People in Utah might, but I don't live there, so. Not I wouldn't know. Do. But I have, I have Utah in seven. Like, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I don't know. But moving down to Golden State versus the Nuggets. Golden State's in an excellent place right now. An excellent place. Because I think Steph, Steph is coming back, making his return if he hasn't already. Uh, let's see. I think he's good to go. He's right now probable for game one. So I, I assume if Steph Curry's probable, that means he's playing. Yeah. Or they could just sit him out for game one and then have him completely ready for the rest of the playoff series. But you have golden you have Golden State versus the Denver Nuggets. You have Curry and Clay, who's been putting on the showcase. And recently, like he it was kind of iffy, like his a few games since he's been back, but he's starting to get back into his rhythm versus I'm pretty sure he has going to uh, back-to-back MVP on uh, Jokic. Yeah. I am. That's going to be another podcast, but I'm pretty sure. I, I Jokic, can't see it going any other way. I, I'm pretty sure Jokic got it again. Like, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad about that. Like, sure. There are some people that like, uh, Joel Embiid, I don't know. I don't know about that. No, but. I feel like I feel like this year Jokic deserves a uh, I guess different podcast, but kind of on on this too. Like Golden State, they're loaded, right? They got all their weapons ready to go, and like Denver, they got Jokic, but then their next two guys are out, like Jamal Murray and MPJ. They're both out. Yeah, but they've been out like all year though. I know. So it's not been like. But that's true, and I feel like that's that makes it so much more strong for Jokic as that MVP, like what we're saying. Like if he's been able to do this. All year playing that well without the two stars, how is how was he gonna do against Golden State? Yeah, like that's Jokic, kind of scary. Jokic leads the team in like every category: points per game, assists, field goal percentage, rebounds, steals, and blocks. Yeah, it's it's a one man show out there, pretty much. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh, uh, they're missing Compazzo. Yeah, yeah, that's a certified win for certified win for Golden State. But no, nah, I had Golden State in six. 
I've Golden State in seven. Okay. That's not bad. Like, yeah. I think Golden State just, of course, they don't run away with it. Like, there's no running away with any game as long no. as uh, Jokic is in. No, it's not happening. I say go. I say Golden State gets the games. Like gets the win in six. But seven, I can see seven as well. Especially if it takes Curry a bit longer than just one game. You know, to get yeah, ready. I, like for Clay too. I feel like just like the playoffs is a little bit of a different beast. So they kind of got to find their mojo a little bit. Get back to that. And they got some younger guys too, like Poole and Kaminga. These guys haven't really been here before. I think it'll take them a couple games to adjust, but. Jordan Poole has been putting on the showcase, though. Yeah, he's been looking really good. He's been very good this season. Like, especially when Curry isn't playing, I'd say. Uh, he's been their best player at times. Yeah. most. Of, he's been putting up, I think, like, all-star numbers, I think, when Curry's not playing. Yeah. So, ex- hey, like, excellent player to have against someone like Denver, but. Let's move on to the last uh, last matchup in the first round, which is Memphis versus Minnesota. Let's talk about Minnesota for a second. <laughs> Minnesota is so funny <laughs> when they won the uh, play. The play. The, the play <laughs> when they made the playoffs. <laughs> Minnesota winning the play-in game. You would have thought that they won the uh, NBA championship. And That's- I can't, I can't be mad at that. Like, People that were making fun, like, I mean, we're kind of making fun of them right now, but I'm making fun of them out of respect because that was, like, while it was funny, like, they deserve it. Like, oh, yeah. Like, they they did that. They played excellent against uh, the Clippers. Like, Patrick Beverly, that was his old team. Like, he deserved, he just, like, they deserve to be happy like that. It was, it was just so much fun. It was like watching kids. Like they were just so happy. It was like <laughs> their kids winning their first ever basketball tournament. And there's Pat Bev. Man looked like MJ after we got the three P. Like he was just <laughs> he was all bro. That guy was so hype. I love seeing that. That's bro, the type was, of energy I'm wanting in the playoffs, too, dude. Most definitely. But you say he had a sweep. Who sweeps who? I got Memphis sweeping Minnesota. <laughs> Bro, Minnesota's just gonna be too hungover, dude. They party too hard. I feel like Memphis is just rolling right now. They got everybody just feeling good. I, I, I got a sweep. Like Minnesota looked good in the play-in, but maybe they get a game. But I can't see it happening. I see Memphis in five. I said Minnesota gets a game. Like, yeah. of course, you know we always forget when you look at Minnesota. Like they have, they have Anthony Edwards. They have like. Carl Anthony Towns, they have D'Angelo Russell. Like, they have the talent. It's just the talent just doesn't show up sometimes. I say they show up for one game. They show Fair up enough. I, I can't be mad at that. Like I said, I can see them getting a game, but I don't know. But John Morant is a whole different beast, a whole different animal. Like, that he built different. He really is. Uh, this isn't too much of an analytical podcast, so I didn't bring any stats for you guys. I know how much you guys like my stats, but no, nah, I do know. He, I mean, he was first out of all guards in the league for points in the paint. Oh yeah, that's that's and, and at that's his size too. At his size, like he's a skinny six foot two kind of guy. He's probably six that. three. Six three. Give him. Give him. Okay. My bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. But yeah, like I say, I say Memphis in five. Yeah, I can't be mad at that. All right, let's go into the semifinals. Uh, We'll stick with the West for now. So for the West, 
semifinals, I had Phoenix versus the Jazz. I say Phoenix in five. Uh, same reason why I had Phoenix in five against the Pelicans. Phoenix is just, they're, they're the one seed for a reason. They had the best record in the NBA for a reason. Uh, even though the Jazz are able to beat out the Mavericks, in my opinion, in seven, like, they're not going to be able to do that to the Phoenix Sun. Like, the Sun, the Sun's got, the Sun got this. Uh, yeah, Devin Booker, CP3, DeAndre Ayton. At, they are, e- they're easy, easy money. Easy money for them against the Jazz. Rudy Gobert is going to get sunned. Uh, sunned, <laughs> literally. Really? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I say Phoenix and five against the Jazz. Yeah, I had Phoenix against Dallas, and I have Phoenix in six. I just think that coming off, you know, I, I'm thinking Dallas beats Utah. I think towards the end of that series, Doncic starts getting his mojo, and so – they come into Phoenix. They're able to take a couple of games in that series based solely off of Doncic feeling it. But like like you just said, Phoenix, they got the stars. They have the bench. They're they're deep as hell. Like like you said, they're the number one seed for a reason. They are a good-ass team. So yeah. I got them winning in six. All right. And then for the other semifinals, I had Golden State versus Memphis. Uh, I said Golden State in five. Ja, Jaron. Jackson Jr., uh, other young players on the Grizzlies that I can't remember right now. <laughs> like, they're, they're a great team. They're the number two seed in the West. Like, people were like, oh, give the Grizzlies some time. They'll be there. They're basically already there. Like, but I just say, like, in order to beat Golden State, they need a little ex- like something extra, like a little extra pinch of salt. And they just don't have it yet. So I said Golden State, Golden State in five. Uh, Curry is going to be absolutely like playoff form. Uh, Clay is going to be in his groove. Like I said, I Golden State's going to take it. They're not going to sleep them, but Golden State in five. You know, I Golden State in six against Memphis, and I really like what you said, like the little pinch of salt. And I don't think that's any different players. I think it's just playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Like the only guy on this team who has experience is Stephen Adams. And so, and even that, he doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Very minimal, right? Yeah. And so I feel like, like we said, Golden State, they've been here so many times before. They know what they're doing. Memphis, they're young. They're going to have some fun, but they've never been to the playoffs before, at least not like this. And so I think they need a little bit of experience. Maybe next year or the year after, they're going to be that team that needs to be beaten. But, yeah, as of right now, I think that little pinch of salt is just a little bit of playoff experience that they still need to get. Yeah. So I've Golden State in sixth. All right. Let's move on to the Eastern semifinals. So I had Atlanta versus Toronto. I have right now Toronto in five. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Toronto in five. Uh, as I said, like the reason why I had Atlanta beating Miami was, you know, Trey Young. But I don't know. I think, I think Toronto puts a halt to the Trey Young train. Like there, there's no, yeah, there's no uh, bye bye for Trey Young except he's gonna be the one leaving. But uh, yeah, I say Toronto in five. I don't I have, see. I don't have too many reasons for that. I see Trey's gonna get too cold up here in Canada. <laughs> he's not gonna, he's not gonna be able to feel it. He's not gonna be able to feel it there. 
You know what? I had Miami coming through, so I got Miami mm-hmm. and Toronto. And I I hate Miami. I hate saying this out loud, but I have Miami winning in seven. I I feel like like this is a very similar Miami team that was here a couple of years ago. And so they have some experience. You know, last year didn't quite go their way, but I think they still have the experience. So I have them winning in seven. I think it's going to be close, but it'll go either way. But I got Miami in seven. I think just the experience and Jimmy Butler with Bam out of bio, they're just they're gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, man, I can't really I can't believe I had Atlanta beating Miami, but I'm I'm keeping it there. We need a I think this is like one of the only like upset upsets that I have. I mean, other than Brooklyn, Boston, but is that like Brooklyn's not really a seven seed. Like yeah, on paper that's a massive upset, but at yeah. the same time, no, at the same not time, it's not really, it's not at all. All right, but moving on to the other semifinals in the East, I had a uh, Milwaukee versus Brooklyn, and this was the one that messed me up last year. So I, I had a pretty good bracket, and then it was Milwaukee, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. And I just, I went, I went one way instead of the other, and I'm going the same way this time. Still, wait, no. No, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I, I I divvied away from what I will usually do. I picked Brooklyn last year. It was Milwaukee. Yes, you did. So I'm not making that mistake again. I got Milwaukee in six. Got Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> I got Milwaukee in six. Giannis, as we all know, different beast, different Best animal. Player in the world. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like you cannot be a six eleven guy. That's just absolutely athletic, like knows the game. He's starting to develop that three-point touch too. Like you actually have to kind of stand close to him at the three-point line now. Yeah, you can't give him an open three. You can't give him an open. He's not Ben Simmons. No. He's not Ben Simmons because he's going to shoot it. If you leave him open, he will shoot it. And there is a percentage of a chance that it will go in. A good enough percentage. A good enough percentage that you should be up there. He, he'll probably drop two or three a game. Like, he has a pencil for that. Yeah, so I feel like uh, Milwaukee, like, Giannis is going to carry Milwaukee again to the uh, conference finals. So Milwaukee in six. See, I got Boston going through instead of Brooklyn. So I got mm-hmm. the Bucks in Boston. And, you know, Boston doesn't quite have that playoff experience, like, going past the first round. They're a pretty young team. I have the Bucks winning in seven. Now, the more that I think about that, I don't know if Boston can take three games off of them, but I'm going to stick with it. I do think that the the triple threat of Brown, Smart, and Tatum is going to be good enough to get a number of games off of them. But like we just said, it's nothing compared to Giannis, Drew, and Chris Middleton. Like those three, they know, they've been here before. They know how to do it. And Giannis is the best player in the world. If he That's wants funny. to, yeah. he can put the whole team on his backs. So I got. And he's done it before. Seven. Exactly. He's done it before. Exactly. Nothing new. All right. So moving on to the conference finals, we'll stay on the we'll stay in the East. I have Toronto versus Milwaukee. I say Milwaukee in four. Milwaukee just gets the clean sweep on Toronto. Like it's not Damn. even it's, it's not even gonna be like y'all just gonna look like who we just play again. <laughs> no no competition. I had them sweeping the Bulls. Of course, they struggled against the Nets. I have them, but I just say like. After playing the Nets, they're just going. It's, it's a clean sweep against the Raptors. Like, I could That's be a hot take. I mean, hey, 
it is what it is. Like a I'm not sweet, a clean sweep in the Eastern sweep. Conference semifinals. Yeah, a clean sweep. Damn. Well, I got Miami and the Bucks, and on on paper here, I have Bucks winning in seven. I'm gonna change it to six. I don't think Miami can take three games off of the Bucks. I got Miami or sorry, Milwaukee in six against Miami. Like Jimmy Buckets, he's good. Bam out of bio, they'll get a couple games. But like I said just a minute before, the Bucks are good. They've done it before. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I yeah. have them getting to the finals in six. Who's going who's going to carry the Raptors to a game against Milwaukee? Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. Hey. Don't sleep on Fred Van. I know, Lee, I know, bro. I know. Don't sleep on that. No, man. This, that man carried my fantasy team. This, you know, <laughs> I, I know exactly what that man's capable of. So if you, if Fred Van Lee, you actually listen to this at some point, please. I, I didn't mean anything by that. You are I like I, the dude, savior of my fantasy. <laughs> I don't, I don't even have Toronto making it that far. But if I did, you got to admit, like Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, these guys got to be able to get, take one game off the Bucks at least. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I, they can't, I don't have it. But one, no, no, no. That's, that's, no. no. That's Milwaukee all the way. All right. Moving on to the Western the Conference Finals. I have Phoenix versus Golden State. I say, like, all right. So there's a potential, there's a potential that there could be a same matchup that we had last year. But I went the other way with it. I said Golden State in six. It could be. It could easily be Golden State in seven. But I have Golden State in six, and I just like I don't know. Like Phoenix is Phoenix. Golden State is like building back up to where they were before, and I just it's I don't know. I just have Golden State in six. And once again, this is not. An analytical podcast today. I didn't bring facts or anything. Like, don't worry about it. Just ign- ignore me. Am I? This is just. Trust. I did. I did. All, <laughs> I just did simple calculations in here. I was like, all right, boom, 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 boom. All right, that seems right. And then I can't think. Of, I can't think of my thought process right now. But Golden State and six. You know what? I got Phoenix and Golden State as well. And in my mind, when I was going through this, I was like this is golden state series but then i was like you know what i'm probably wrong so i just took phoenix in seven okay so that's what i have you know in my mind and even now as i say it out loud i still want to say golden state's gonna win it but i'm picking phoenix i'm gonna stick with it Devin booker cp3 these guys they're gonna feel good i think it's gonna be a repeat bucks phoenix in the final okay that's not bad now, I just made my last pick, and it kind of just told me to sign in, but it's all right. I remember it. So in the NBA Finals, we have I have Golden State versus the Milwaukee Bucks, and I have the Milwaukee Bucks winning again in six. In six. In six. Possibly seven. You know what? If the NBA really wants to milk it, they'll make it seven. <laughs> being one of those people where the NBA rigs the games <laughs> but nah, I, I think Golden State will definitely give uh, the Bucks a run for their money so if if they do like a six or seven I officially you know what I'm jotting down seven Milwaukee and seven 
Milwaukee in seven. Milwaukee in I got, seven. I got the Bucks in Phoenix repeat from last year. Except this year, I think Phoenix gets it in seven. I I think the Bucks are the better team, and I think they should win. But Phoenix has a little bit more experience now after last year. CP3 is hungry for that ring, man. I think he wants that so bad. He's he's getting up there in age. He's got a lot of experience. So I think Phoenix is just going to be hungrier than the Bucks, and they're going to take it in seven. If, if Chris Paul really hungry for a ring, he's going to go to the Lakers. <laughs> he's going to head to oh, the Lakers. Oh, no. No, no, Bro, where, the is... rest, where the rest of the old guys <laughs> go where they wanted the ring. And uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> they, get a, dis- they get a lottery pick. <laughs> biggest disappointment to ever happen. The uh, Lakers I'll- are right now where our Pelicans or my Pelicans should have been. That's where we should have been. <laughs> that was, oh my God. <laughs> that was a handcrafted team from LeBron himself. They didn't work I'm, out. I'm telling you, that's a top five thing that happened to me this year. The <laughs> Lakers shitting the bed. Straight up. It was so good. I, I've never liked the Lakers. I hate the Lakers so much. Mm-hmm. Watching their complete downfall in every way was a blessing to me. It was the funniest thing I ever. It was so good. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, that was our NBA playoffs podcast. Like, I have Milwaukee against Golden State in the finals. Milwaukee winning in seven. I got the Bucks and Phoenix with Phoenix winning in seven. But, so. hey, hey, no matter what, the Bucks are making it to the finals, I guess. Lock us in for that. Also might mean that they don't make it because we both wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, they're going to get. Milwaukee's going to get four zero swept by the Bulls. <laughs> and the Alex Caruso led Bulls will be the NBA oh. Finals winners with Bro. Alex Caruso winning. I forgot Alex NBA. Caruso was a thing. <laughs> he's currently injured. Uh, he's all, he's as close to one hundred percent as he could be apparently, but he's still on out status. So. Not sure what that means. So luckily, we don't have to really count him in. Hey, we good. Hope, hey, we hopefully, good. I say Milwaukee gets that sweep before he gets 100% help because Facts. we Facts. don't want you don't want Alex Caruso in the game. No, <laughs> no, AC is gonna chill you to the bones. Hey, Alex Caruso comes in. That's a certified 100% chance that you're losing that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's I mean that's probably why you know the Cavs lost. Last night they didn't have a taco fall. A hundred percent, dude. Like, what's the point of having him on your roster if you're not going to use the man, dude? That's a certified dub. You play him, that's a guaranteed two points and a win. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> but all right, guys, this has been great. Uh, definitely going to have to get more podcasts out for you guys, especially since we're we're doing this video podcast now. You guys can actually see our faces see our reactions and stuff but face reveal i guess <laughs> hey, we had our face reveal last time when we talked with jewel but that's yeah, true that's true most definitely gotta get more interviews more podcasts just the whole the whole shebang going but yeah this has been great thanks for talking thanks for being on here again caleb like we always Dude, appreciate this has been having fun. you yeah, yeah it's been fun yeah and to all our listeners and watchers i guess 
keep a heads up because the NHL playoffs are coming up. And as much as Prince don't want to do it, we are doing an NHL bracket as well. Hey, I mean, we did one last year. I had no idea what was going on, but I still made one. I don't remember how I did, but probably not well. And hey, that, you, you can expect the same thing again. <laughs> hey, if you did bad, that just means you can do better this year. Most definitely. Study but, up, bro. You're gonna need it. Hey, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in my NHL bag for the next few yes, days. Yes, sir. Yes, just sir. reading up, like, mm, yes. Most definitely, this team's gonna make it. They're not even playoff bound. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, you guys. Thanks for listening and watching. For those of you guys on YouTube now, and hey. Stay classy. We'll see you guys later. Peace.